freedom. 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 Freedom of yourself. Story 2. Shame. Shame may restrain what the law does not. Seneca. Shame. One of the most basic feelings and also body processes which you've got to manage in order to be free. It's not that bad. It tries to help you. In nature, shame is the inner signal of imperfection, inappropriateness which a creature receives while matching itself to other creatures or circumstances. So that constraint of shame is also a start of adaptation, learning, trying, by trial and error to overcome, compensate this imperfection, changing itself up to the suitable state. In human world, for sure, it's more complex, but only in terms of the complexity of our social norms and rules like fashion, customs, laws, politeness, etiquette, standards of beauty, healthy habits, usual comfort, which all together define our distinctive rightness, unlike to the basic rightness of nature. So to be welcomed in our societies and to feel free there, they have to adapt not only to weather, floral, natural landscape, and to be not merely a complete, healthy individual with all signs of a species who takes accustomed actions of its class. But in general, shame anyway guides to rightness. Rightness, feeling of freedom and comfort received in return to the right performance and better match. With an adoption of the body and its skills to the conditions and society, shame is given for the advantage of the entire community, human or animal, that comprises different skills and role in it. The better you deal with shame by right improvements to overcome specific weaknesses, the better you complement society by your function, the more benefiting for society is your role. So the more shame you can deal with and manage by making things appropriate by beauty, health, rules, rightness, or social advantages, the better you represent ideal of appearance and behavior suitable for the situation, the better you are accepted in society and the higher freedom, benefits and role you will have. In this way, shame makes you train, try, continuously doing, marching, and by this trying, reducing your weaknesses along with shame, create your better skills, better appearance, better surroundings, enhance a better role. Shame evokes right adaptation to the environment, social rules, events, makes you feed them, helps to adopt their benefits and create benefits for them back. But there are cases when it doesn't. There is a very thin line between appropriateness and hypocrisy or artifice, between comforting and flattery, between creativity and putting on airs as a weirdo, between influence by rightness and arrogance, showing status to or praising those who are weaker. One is about giving, the other is about getting. The first reduces shame, the second raises shame around, so that a person who disseminates it becomes less uncompetitive by lowering the competitiveness of others if they cannot deal with this shame. Shame is useful, but up to the level you can manage it and put it into practice, mastery, inventiveness, and benefits for society. After this, it turns into envy, attempts of intrigues, and sheer manipulation. Untrained, people often take the latter getting course of actions, making uncompetitive others by sharing shame rather than making competitive themselves, turning shame into agility. 
Adamative society enlists the person who does it with the same unpleasant feeling of big shame, not freedom. But it's usual for people to behave in this getting way, unless they have some preconditions. They themselves have ambitions to be and stay at the certain level of society. Competition at this level doesn't allow to compete by making others uncompetitive, e.g. by sharing shame. There are people who successfully compete in a giving way by creativity, doing, suiting, improving, bringing social advantages by their functions, who provide an example and support, and there are knowledge, training, habit of how to compete in a more competitive giving way. Find, try, choose, use. Find knowledge, try to stay at a certain social level, choose a giving way to compete, use an example and support of those who already do it, and train yourself to handle and manage more shame, challenging yourself by new and new creations, effects, new social efficiency, by your talent and skillful performance adapting them to ever-changing life events and others' betterment. It's about you. But what if someone, by his deliberate or casual behavior, private or public, tries to intrigue or plot against you, diminish, blame or shame you, tries to make you uncompetitive, making high himself. In these cases, you may recall that anyone who tries to shame others actually doesn't want shame. He does want impact and involvement. If you can show him the way to obtain this try, if not, of course, don't be ashamed or influenced, but also do not ignore distaste this person. Do not discuss bad sides of his or her performance and don't be arrogant or too gracious looking down on the person's role. This will help you to stop yourself when someone shames you and manage shame into a boost for perfect actions. Made to match the situation with your taste and style to create and set new fashion favorable for others, advancing through your role, talents and skills. At the same time, what you diagnose as shame in the other person may not be shame at all, and your behavior will just mismatch. Or shame is not your prevailing body function, so while training to handle shame in order to obtain competitive advantages, you'll lose your time in vain. It's better to check, or diagnosing most active traits of your inner self or any other person. You may use the service of Humanicom, H-Y-U-M-A-N-I.com, and as the ancients said, freedom is obedience to self-created rules, so free yourself.